live here. We're recording. Someone hit record, and it is episode 201. I don't know if we should have started over, like, season two, episode four. I don't know. But we've done 201 episodes, so it's episode 201 of No Laugh Track Podcast. This is Justin Severson, the host. Thank you, Circle of Heat, as always, for letting us play your music there at the beginning. 201 episodes, including this one, and this man has never shared the stage with me, so it's about freaking time. A fucking, just so you know, we can swear if you want. Great. John Doerr is here. Justin, great to meet you. And I think you've done a good job. It should be 201, 201st episode. That makes more sense. Yeah. It gets confusing with uh, 202. Uh, oh, uh, and what would you do? Because w- how would you break this down into seasons anyway? Yeah, what would know. one season be? I'm not sure. Year like you'd by have year? to make a decision, like either year by year, but you just continually do this. It's too this. late for that. So then, no, you're, this is episode number 201. The only reason I even make even make any uh, you know deal out of it is because... Yeah, why do you make a deal out of it? Because we wanted to make 200 a big deal, because it's a oh. nice round number. And, and did you make it a big deal? Yeah, you know, kind of. John Caparulo was on. I'd never okay. had him on before, uh, so that was real good. And then uh, also why... Here's what I like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't do an episode last week, and uh, it's because I had to recover from how much partying we did. With, but that's not true, actually. It's not true. So <laughs> no. why didn't you do an episode last week? Because emo didn't want to do it. <laughs> oh, emo Phillips didn't want to do it. Okay, like he just didn't want to do an episode. And yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That's fine. That's I get fine. that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love but this. Anyway. Help, this helps promote the weekend, though. Like you get this up on stage, mm-hmm. and then people hear it, and they might go, "Oh, I'll go see that show." I'm. It would be awesome if someone heard this and then came up to you while you're still in town and say, "I listen." to you on no laugh track and thanks for doing that okay well if there is someone who heard me on no laugh track and does want to come up to me don't <laughs> i'm telling you that right now I, I i i respect your privacy respect mine when i'm walking the streets of minneapolis okay what a- <laughs> i don't like to be bothered if i'm going for soup which I enjoy. I love soup, by the way. Mm-hmm. My favorite soup's at a place called Gelson's in uh, uh, California. It's a grocery store, and they make an amazing spring vegetable soup. I don't know what it is, what the broth is. So good. And if someone bothered me while I was enjoying my soup, I don't know what I'd do. I, I could become homicidal. <laughs> and I think with the right lawyers, I could get off. I once, uh, 1993, was in New York with my girlfriend. We're walking through Greenwich Village. I'm going to stop you there. No. I love, no, and I'm going to let you continue right away. <laughs> I just, I, I've just been nostalgic and feeling, the 90s were the greatest. Yeah. I'm just going to say that blanket statement. Continue. But you've got uh, me. You've got me. I, yeah, I'll give you another. You and I are like a year away. How old are you? 41. Okay, 40. Good. Yeah, yeah. so exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, I love it when people are older than me. Even, <laughs> e- even just slightly. Did I say 41? I'm a 31. No, you're, no, you're 41 for I'm sure. 41. 74. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were walking. Well, then you'll get all these people. So we're, we're walking through Greenwich Village. I'd never been in New York before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm in the big city, like the big, big city for, for sure. the first time. It's I'm having a blast. This is Every freaking celebrity that I sort of recognized, I went up and said hi to, including we spent a week and there was like almost every day we ran into someone. Right, right. Uh, this was 1993 is just... I don't think it was on air anymore. Remember, of course, the Wonder Years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mom from the Wonder Years. Oh, wow. I don't know if I'd even recognize her today. I can't remember who people are. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, of course. Yeah, the mom yeah, from yeah. the Wonder Years was yeah. eating at a little patio thing in Greenwich Village. And so how do you go say hi to her? Talk, You're just walking the streets. Just, you see her. Yeah. And? And uh, we t- we walk a little bit farther, and then I stop I, just, I stop us, and I convince my girlfriend to go up and <laughs> say. Have, you have to have a little conversation, like I'm going to go say hi to her, and she's saying, "Just don't bother her." Uh, yeah. And then I said, okay. "Well, then will you do it?" <laughs> and like, I'll stand over here. Like and- that's the only option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could leave her alone. Right. There's one option. So you walk up to Wonder Years' mom, and and uh, I stood back like a coward and set my girlfriend by herself. <laughs> and uh, yeah. she introduced herself, and then we got to take a picture with her, and she was oh, you very cordial. Oh, yeah. very nice. Okay, but, good. But we completely interrupted her lunch. Right. I mean, yes. the food was on the table. She was there. Wow, we, that is gracious of her, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Who else did you run into? What other celebrities? We went to a play, and two rows ahead of us was <laughs> uh, Lori Metcalf, I the sister from Roseanne. 
Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's lovely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I love her. Yeah. And then this was another awkward one. So again, uh, we waited for the show to end, and we were walking out. <laughs> That's a nice of you. Yeah, yeah. We waited for now partway through the show. So, <laughs> I know you're watching right now, but could I just? Okay, I get it. I'll ask you after. Yeah. And this is before, obviously, 93, you know, cameras. were. Yeah, this is, yeah. You couldn't sneak a selfie with someone like no. you can now. And you also have to be careful with lighting, et cetera, because you, you take one photo and who knows what it's going to look like. Sure, sure. So smudge. Yeah, she, uh, so we did the same thing, waited for the show to end, asked her for a picture, said, you know, hey, we're big fans, met from Minnesota. Can we get a picture? And in, I still have the picture somewhere. I got to find this. Yeah, yeah. She was, <laughs> she had the sniffle. <laughs> the whole show. Lori Metcalf, yeah, yeah. So in the picture, her nose is all red, and she's holding a handkerchief. Right, right, she right. just got done wiping her nose off. But how beautiful is that, too? She's also got the sniffles. She's not yeah. feeling well and accommodating a photograph. Yeah. In the theater? A yeah, photograph? in the theater. Wow. Right in must, the aisle. You and your lady must be very charming yeah. to get away with this. She was really cute. Who else? Give me yeah. a couple more. Yeah. Give uh, me a highlight. What's the biggest one? Who's the biggest celeb? The best one. Uh, at the time, and maybe now, um, was where we were. This we're in Times Square, and this guy's coming towards us with his he, his head of orange hair sticking out everywhere. And I was like, "Holy crap!" And he looked at me. He was like, "Holy crap! What's up, man?" And we start talking. And I was like, "Dude, I just saw you on TV." And he's like, "Oh yeah, we're from Minnesota." Yeah, I was just in Minnesota doing a college show. We, I'm like, "Can I get a picture?" Yeah. So he put his arms around my girlfriend and I. We got a picture taken with him. Yeah. He walks away, and she goes, "Hot? Is that an old friend of yours? Who is that?" I go, "No, that's the comedian Carrot Top." Oh, so I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. it was Carrot Top. Yeah, Carrot Top's from Minneapolis. No, he was no, no, no. He, oh, he was he just there though. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. 1993 Carrot Top. Gotcha. So this was all in New York during yeah. your visit. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, good for you accosting people that you don't know <laughs> and, and, and demanding their time. I would not do that now. <laughs> not in you a could. billion years you would I do that to could. any yeah. of those people. But in 93, at that age, of course, you'd want to yeah, yeah, mark these occasions. And, and my yeah, first yeah. time in the city, like, you yeah. Know, yeah. I, was taking... I have a picture with Ron Jeremy. From like like from like two thousand, I think. Where did you see him? My friend Jason and I. I don't even know how it happened, but we went to this event, and he was there for some reason. And my friend Jason has photos with everybody. Okay, and he has like a wall of photos leaning down to his basement. And so one of them is me and him, me no beard, young looking kid, next to Ron Jeremy. And I can't remember the uh, the event or what what happened, what transpired before that photo was taken. Oh, okay. But it exists, and I still don't understand it. Uh, but yeah. Is there a chance John, Ron Jeremy has a picture of you on his wall? There's no chance in hell. <laughs> no, no, it was our camera. Tom, I mean John Doerr, man. Yeah, guy's amazing. It'd be great if Ron Jeremy every night just looks at a photo of me and him, going, "Will I ever meet him again? Who is he? What is his name?" <laughs> He was so special to me that night. Uh-huh. <laughs> the way we barely talked. And, yeah, and I remember shaking his hand, and it's just my imagination, but I remember how soft his hand <laughs> He had very, very soft hands, and uh, so your imagination goes wild. Uh, yeah. But, but he did have very soft hands, and he was very polite. I remember that much. But I don't remember where we were, were or why. Okay. Some event in Ottawa, Ontario, of all places. Ron Jeremy was there. He's looking at that picture and going, what a movie did me and this guy do together? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not looking at any photo, but yeah. Here's another weird thing I found out uh, with my uh, research of you, mm-hmm. John Doerr. Uh-oh. Was something we have in common. My mom was a nurse. <laughs> Is my mom, yeah. My mom, or my dad, uh-huh. teacher. Teacher, yeah. Sister, named Allison. No way. Way. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So you're, to this day, your mom's a nurse or retired? Retired. Or? Retired, retired yeah. uh, last year. My mom retired recently as well. Yeah. And how about dad? Retired. My dad's retired as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, dad took early retirement. Mine too. And, okay, here's a question. What happened when your dad retired? Was he all alone in the house for a bit while everyone else was working? Uh, he, well, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. and did everything seem to be okay? Did anything go a little squirrely? Did he change a bit? Did you notice anything? He went full throttle on the garage sailing <laughs> antique collecting. Okay, good. So full he had, throttle. He had something. Right. Yeah. But to the point where did mom say, enough, 
Uh, in regards to buying stuff and filling the house with it? Just do obsessive behavior. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. That happened, too, in yeah. our household. Yeah, he has degree. storage lockers, like, around town, you know, that he's renting. <laughs> he's like Walter White. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, my dad, my dad, I, I don't, this is so weird, but one, I don't know if this happened to you, but, like, one night I remember going down to the basement. My dad, when he went to bed, it's like he went to bed. Then I remember uh, one night I got up and it was about two in the morning and I heard this noise in the basement and I went downstairs and I opened the door just a crack. It was a bit of a snoop. And my dad was on the downstairs landline uh, speaking aggressively in Russian. And then I said, Dad. And then he quickly said, thank you. Goodbye. And hung up the phone. He just stared at me. What? Yeah. And then I kind of left and we never talked about it again. think like i'm pretty sure it was kgb <laughs> but it was really aggressive i made out one word he said ballistic yeah yeah but i think i caught my dad he might be a, a russian spy working in canada yeah they're about that's like the um those uh, what are the insurance commercials i'm speaking to blah 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 from state farm right sure you are sure you are Right. Have you seen those commercials? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I know the State Farm ones where I think they are. The, what are the ones where? It's where the one and on your side. Oh, Which that, ones are those? That's, that's nationwide. Nationwide. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dale Jr. The NASCAR Dale Jr. Guy. Yeah. Or any of them where they get into trouble and they go nationwide on your side, and then they're lifted out of the scenario. That doesn't work. <laughs> no, I was in a car accident recently, and oh, I was no. like, but there I am just screaming it, and people are like, dude, relax. But is your sister older or younger than younger? You? Okay, so mine too. Mm-hmm. What's your sister do? She is a. Uh, uh, I know what she wants to do. Let's focus on that. Okay, yeah. She wants to be. She's an artist. Okay. She paints, draws. Very similar. Again. Yeah. 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 And do you have an older brother? No, it's nothing. just the two of you. Mm-hmm. Justin, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I like to see the parallels, and so parents do similar things. Noble, good-working parents. Yeah. That, you know, teacher, nurse. Yeah. These are, you know, important jobs. Right. Um, and your sister is an artist. She's younger. You're into broadcasting mm-hmm. and performance. Yeah. Uh, my sister, luck, she is now hosting a radio show, Sirius XM 167, five days a week. So Damn. she kind of just landed her dream job. Awesome. So, yeah, so that's good. But artistic as well, very artistic. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, I mean, wants to get published and that type of stuff. Right, Amazing my sister artist. too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she'll, uh, you know, we for, for all the holidays... She doesn't buy cards. She hand makes cards okay. that should be in stores. If so there's look, someone listening that wants to hire someone to I make handmade say, cards, yeah. I got the person. But let's for get you. her on my sister's radio show. Okay, it airs nationwide. Yeah, through, throughout North America. Let's get her on to talk about her cards. All right, and we'll find. We'll they'll talk about the connection and then talk about the cards. I, my I, sister's show. They talk to everyone. Okay, politicians, artists, music, like everyone. I like the door, channel one sixty five. Write it down in your notes. I'm ready to get down, and I have, and I just happen to have a subscription to Sirius. Well, there you go, one six seven. Listen to it. Uh, Ten or or your time. I don't know when it would air, but it's uh, it's uh, one to four on uh, on weekdays, East Coast time. Excuse me, but listen, (laughs) I am drinking a beer. I'd like to apologize to the listeners and to you, Justin. Um, But yeah, I was going to ask something about say your mom, your dad. Oh yeah, any mental health issues in your family? Are you pretty stable? Uh, Uh, Yeah. Uh, well, I'm answering the first part. You just part. answered yes to, oh, the first one? Mm-hmm. So there are some mental health issues. Oh, yeah. Uh, may I, without prying too much, get into sort of general, like is it uh, depression or? Uh, yeah, I have, I've never talked about this yeah. on here. Okay. I had, You know what's amazing, John? I had a dream about the person I'm going to tell you about uh, last night. Oh, wow. And I haven't for a really long time. Okay. Uh, I, I have an uncle. Right. That we haven't seen in years. I what do think you mean? he lives in Minneapolis. He just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, at one point, he was homeless uh, like uh, eight, nine years ago. Yeah. Then showed up at my parents' house and then lived with them for a while. And right. then left again. And I hadn't seen him for a few years. And I ran into him randomly at uh, this twins Minnesota Twins event at the yeah. Metrodome. Yeah. Follow, I follow. He is like, oh, come on over. I'll show you my new house. And he had been uh, traveling the world on his social security money. He'd right. just been to Florida to uh, gamble on horse racing. He had okay. a new TV. It was like. So you went to his house? Yeah. 
It was like this weird, you know, assisted living middle halfway. Right, 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 right. I'm not sure exactly what but, it was. But he's safe and he's healthy? That was five years ago. Five years ago? ago? Okay, so you had a dream about this guy. Yeah, last night. Yeah. Just that I saw him somewhere and he had long hair. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, over time, hair does grow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably it. was it. the wrong color. Oh, God, yeah. That's uh, embarrassing. Well, he's maybe dyed it. Who knows? Yeah. So... But yeah. that that would be the extent of mental illness you're saying, or like, but mom and dad or sister, uh, you guys are pretty I, good. No, they're good. I had some okay. uh, anxiety stuff. That's all good. Yeah. You, then you get good medication. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, no. Why? No, just because you know that would be my grandfather. I've seen how where the parallels ended okay. and started. So my grandfather had some mental illness, and it kind of trickled down to different areas of the family. Okay. And yeah, I seem to be okay uh, for the most part. But uh, anyways, a few others have some issues. So I was just wondering if there's other parallels there um and are you prescribed anything for your uh for your anxiety yes good good yes sir good Mm -hmm. do you need all of those pills (laughs) there's only one actually so one kind one kind which you're prescribed which is uh zoloft oh no that's that's not an anti that's an antidepressant yeah and anxiety, depression. Right, know? right, right. Yeah. Okay. I was talking about uh, anxiety in particular. But oh. yeah, Zoloft would also yeah, have yeah. depression. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we're good. We don't yeah. need to talk any further. <laughs> this is over. Uh, my, this is my podcast. It's called An Attempt to Get Pharmaceutical Drugs from Another Person. Um, ones that I can use, and Zoloft is not one. We uh, can... Uh, tune in next week when I try and get some clonazepam. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we, 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 can, we can talk off the mic. My... Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, then leave it at that. Leave it at that. I have a. a there's someone I'm close to that. That. Uh, leave it at that. Yeah. We'll we'll leave it at that. No, nothing gets me more excited, especially when I have huge <laughs> dental surgery coming up next week. Oh. And I'm like, I gotta sleep. If I don't sleep through this pain, because I can't take painkillers, so no. if I can't sleep through this pain, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I'm trying to stockpile uh, anxiety meds. What What's the procedure you're having it's done? Fucking hell! I've ruined my mouth. Like I smoke, I drink coke. I just for my entire life I've neglected. Yeah. You know, I've done little things, but I've not done what's necessary. So yeah, I mean, a couple. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. I had a root canal last year, and they said, you got to come back in because you got a lot more work. I've been ignoring it. So uh, essentially, I have to, um, like anything you ignore, I have to address it now. So now I have to go in for like a couple of three caps. Yeah. Which will ultimately be crowns because it's easier than, yeah. And uh, that's the majority of it. And there's a few other little details. But I'm going to be in there for essentially with the cleaning and everything else. I'm going to be in, I'm going to, it's going to be a 10 hour day in a chair. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It's awful. Awful. Hence uh, the next few days of uh, wanting to snooze and sleep. I believe that. I got a crown uh, done a few years ago. The the root canal was done like when I was. By the way, most interesting. Podcast you've ever done? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had one done uh, like when I was a teenager, and then yeah, me too. Yeah, and then never got the cap or the crown or whatever. Well, you know, the, you only had the cap. Yeah, like Not the, the temporary crown. thing. The temporary for yeah. like seventeen years, probably, and it, I had never had any problems. And then finally, I got. Uh, I went through a stage with no insurance, then finally yeah. got it and got it done. And the fun part, which could happen to you, is when the temporary one pops off. In between going back to get the no, I know one. I hate it. I've had I've chipped my front tooth sev- like essentially I chipped it when I was in the fifth grade. So I've continually had to have gotten new. Uh, they, they couldn't crown it because my mouth and teeth are growing. Right, which tooth? This could be weird. Front right one right here. Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, Justin, it, what's going on? Half of it is fake. How did it, how did you lose it? Uh, it was uh, Halloween night. <laughs> Probably like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, and I was running. Uh, well, there was some little well with a um, right a metal grate, and yeah. I went face first into it and oh chipped it. And I've chipped it over the years. Yours is way a better, a dozen times. Mine. I was leaning forward. Someone hit me like jokingly in the lunchroom here. And it was a weird spasm of events. I can't, I, I, a weird spasm of events. Oh, by the way, I know where, yeah, when I say someone hit me here, someone hit me in the <laughs> side, and it caused, for whatever reason, my face to jolt forward. Like, I shot my back, like, the chair and my butt out, and my face went face first onto the table. 
and I hit my table, my my face right on the uh, on on the table, and my tooth shot across the table. Ooh. I can remember it almost vividly. Still. Yeah. So I had half a tooth. So of course, anyone who has uh, you know a layman's uh, understanding of uh, dent dental dentistry, <laughs> they they shave that the remaining part of the tooth into a post, and then they'll fit a tooth that matches. Yeah, over it basically. So I had this tooth forever, and it kept coming out. I once had a dream that I had uh, that I got in a fight and I lost my teeth. I woke up and I lost my tooth. Mind body connection is amazing. Yeah. But anyway, so um, I've had this one now for a good like fifteen years, no problem. So, and it's not a temporary; it's a crown, but it's pushing down, and I, so that's coming out and getting. Fi- and it's a whole. Let's talk about something else. Nightmare. nightmare. Uh, it's a nightmare, as nightmare. people know. Nightmare. Uh, I've got a great dentist. He's a, a Scotsman. Living Living in Beverly Hills, California, Dr. Neil McLeod, the best in the business. The best in the business. He always comes in and he says, well, shall we have a butcher's? This is Cockney rhyming slang. Butcher's hook. Look. It became look. So ah. instead of saying let's have a look, they ah. say let's have a butcher's. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're fucking mental. <laughs> they're drinkers. Big time. They don't make any sense. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Well, there is when you're dealing with a patient who's worried, <laughs> who's worried when his dentist comes in and says, let's have a butcher's. <laughs> that's not in the pamphlet. I've told him to clean that, it up a bit. Yeah, that, that translation's probably not in the pamphlet. That I they love an you. afternoon beer because it, it does give you a little glow. Sure. You know? Yeah, you've yeah. loosened me right up. You can ask me anything Good. now. Oh, well. Now, now I'll answer anything. Now it's the dirty show. No, um... I was reading. Was I reading something? Yeah, may have been. I don't know. I, I was. I was oh, reading. good, good, good. I was reading something about you. So instead of right now saying like, "How did you get your start in comedy?" I already. <laughs> yeah. I I know. Uh, well, I read it. So I'm going to tell you how you got your start. Oh, okay, sure. You you saw some friend. You went with some friends or something. It was some college project that you did. Oh sort of? no, that's a bit okay, a well, bit misleading, but yeah. Okay. I know I know what you're saying. I studied TV broadcasting yeah. and uh and and one of my projects was for news classes I had to write an extended news story, uh more of a profile piece. Yeah. So there was a comedy club that had opened up in the neighborhood I'd lived in and I kept going to that comedy club just because I was interested. And uh I met these two comedians that couldn't be more different. Jay Pardon me, Jay Jacobson and Brad Lyons. And uh, I thought, well, I'm going to do a news story about the two of them and how different they are. And it was as simple as just kind of head and shoulder interviews, a bit of the footage of them on stage, a little bit of them outside of the club. And then I would voice it over and tell the differences and mostly show the differences. So, yeah, I shot Brad Lyons was my big thing. Brad Lyons, who's kind of like the dark former heroin user, one-liner, kooky guy. I shot him in black and white because for whatever reason I thought, oh, his life is tragic. Uh And then I did Jay. Uh, Jacobson's life in bright, beautiful, impressionist kind of. So yeah, that's where I first kind of started hanging out in comedy clubs. Okay, was there? Yeah, I saw. Now tell me if this is right. Yeah, it bombs away. I saw that uh, it said that one of the first times you went up on stage, you did an impression of uh, a guy from Fargo. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's totally right. <laughs> I have I have two first times I call them because the very first time I went on stage was not wasn't fair, number one, and I wasn't anticipating it. Okay. The second time I prepared for it, went on stage, New Town, and I worked out. So the first time, same club, this club that I kept going to hang out at, really small club on Bank Street, but always packed. Bank Street in Ottawa, if you know it, really packed, really fun, and they kept bringing all these great comics in from out of town, and the owner, who I would befriended at this point, always let me come and hang out at this comedy club and watch, and I kept asking him, when's New Talent Night? I'd love to get up on a New Talent Night, because yeah. I was intimidated by the bigger club in town. I didn't want to do New Talent Night there. So one night I dropped by on a Thursday after broadcasting school, and I dropped by, and I just came in, and I said, hey, it was probably about 6 o'clock, 6.30, and I said, hey, Richard, just curious, you know, any thoughts to New Talent Night? And he goes, John, I need you to host tonight. I said, what are you talking about? I've never been on stage before. It's a Thursday. Like, it's sold out. This is insane. He's like, I need you to, okay? Our host canceled. They have no one else to help out. There's only two other comics. All I need you to do is go up there, do a little bit of material, and then I go, but Richard, I've never done it. <laughs> And he said, but I need you. And then I said, give me five minutes. And then I went next door to a cafe and looked through. I had all these dumb notes. Nothing's a joke. I don't know how to tell a joke. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, maybe this is how it happens. Maybe this is how Jim Carrey did it. Maybe it was like 
You wanted to do it, and then you got forced on stage, and your first time is electric. Right. Thrown in the water when you don't want to swim. I know nothing about comedy. Not the way people know about comedy before starting it today. They have access to the internet and everything. This was just me going, Bill Cosby's funny, uh, Steve Martin's great, and Jim Carrey's hilarious. So I took all these little notes I had, none of them were jokes, and I cobbled them together at the last minute. And... There I sat at the back of the room, and the music started playing, and they said, please welcome your host, John Doerr. And I'm walking up to the stage, completely nervous, never doing this before. Audience cheering like they're expecting the greatest comedy ever. And I went on the stage, and yeah, one of my jokes, nothing got laugh. One of my jokes was, and I think I told two jokes, but one of my jokes was, um, imagine if one of those... If Jerry, Lund- if Jerry Lundergaard from Fargo, the car salesman from Fargo, was Adam in the Garden of Eden. And so it was a conversation t- between him and God and essentially him saying, <laughs> but Jeannie's, uh, uh, but Eve's my wife, God. No, no, but Eve's my wife. This is my deal here. It was the worst. Number one. <laughs> Hardly anyone would know the reference. Like, it was a popular movie, but this is a comedy club. So anyway, that tanked horribly. And imagine the effort you have to give in order to do a joke like that. You're doing a full-on impression in the middle of a ridiculous premise. And then my next joke, which did worse, was comparing... Uh, it's weird how you remember it vividly, these things that don't work. But um, it was comparing... Uh, it was comparing Oscar no it was comparing George Lucas to Oscar Schindler and that George Lucas was the Oscar Schindler of the at the time midget community oh boy cuz he employed all these midgets right uh, whereas you know Oscar Schindler employed Jews so they wouldn't see the gas chambers so uh, that was George Lucas and i remember at one point acting out and saying <laughs> saying uh, George Lucas saying if only if i gave up this ring one more Ewok could have manned that catapult. <laughs> I remember that being the big joke. And nothing, of course. <laughs> so now I'm terrified. And then I said, is anyone celebrating anything? And someone said, over here. And I said, how old are you? And they said the age. And I went, okay. Well, happy birthday to them. And then I just moved on. That was it. No joke, no nothing. <laughs> and I brought up the first act to nothing and uh, I remember it was Barry Julian. He went up, who's now the head writer for Stephen Colbert. Look at that. Or he was on the uh, on uh, the Colbert Report. I think he still is. But, yeah, Barry Julian went on stage after me. I remember him going, it's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> he was really sweet about it. And then uh, another headliner, I can't remember who it was. But, yeah, it was terrifying. It was so weird. You you have got to bust out the Jerry Lundegaard here in Minneapolis this week. I mean, I'd have to I'd have to frame it the way we just talked about it. Like I'd have to say this was my very first joke ever, and it never did well. It would get tons of laughs. I think I really yeah. do. Yeah, Eve's, Eve's my wife here. Eh? <laughs> no, she's my wife. No, no, heck, no, heck, God, that won't work. No, 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 she's my wife. Oh, heck, that a finder's fee. Heck, that's what ten percent. Like. I'd have to. Uh, Those really scenes work on. were filmed at Loopy and Olds down at, on four ninety four. It was shot here, huh? Uh, some of it. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because I know that the Fargo TV series is up in Calgary. So, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of too bad, but uh, yeah, interesting. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know. This is my deal here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Margie, you gotta eat your eggs, Margie. You gotta have a breakfast. <laughs> oh my God. Um. We'll move on here. Your uh... your choice. Okay, it is. It is, <laughs> and I'm going to do it. How much are you... this how... beer tastes so good this afternoon? Oh, it's barely any left. It's in your glass, not here in the building. There's barely any here. It's just I don't know what it is, but every now and then an afternoon beer can just really mellow you out. I still prefer this potential with your friend and his anxiety medication but go on <laughs> his hers yeah yeah <laughs> oh it's a girl's forget it oh forget it you um how much comedy are you doing how much stand-up are you doing these days versus acting since you are tv's john door <laughs> slash movies john door i should probably explain that by the way uh tv's john door not do you like i used to do a television show called the john door television show and my science I used to introduce every show by saying, hi, I'm TV's John Doerr. Yeah. So 
that's how that came about for in case people are wondering why is this guy got TV's John Doerr in front of his name but um how much I'm doing a lot more stand up now it depends year to year everything changes yeah we were in a deal with CBS we had written a show and they did decided not to pick it up. Then like it was, just now, recently? Uh, yeah, 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 just this past pilot season. So January, early January, they said, we're not interested in doing your show, but I'm still in a talent-holding deal, so which expires in June. Oh. So I'm doing little one-offs here and there. I did a few things on other TV shows, but uh, still waiting for that you know, next opportunity to do the next tv show um, so do you pay attention uh i mean i saw this week is when all the networks are no, I don't, announcing all their i don't know I, I don't know any i don't know anything about anything you're, other than i just yeah to know would just be wasted information and in a gossip circle that i would probably despise so yeah. though i'm happy just plowing forward um i'm not totally ignorant but i'm i know <laughs> you know what i need to know so yeah i know right now doing tons of stand-up like i want to put out a special this year i've got it set i'm putting out a special and cd this year for sure i've okay. never done a cd i've recorded two listened to them and said no so really this, the, yeah i just par- partially hard on myself partially knowing i can do better so uh putting out a cd and dvd this year and by dvd i mean just like a televised special whatever that is um so that's the plan for this year so it's working the road and uh turning over material and potentially doing a show at just for laughs i haven't agreed to it yet but uh which you've done in the past yeah and i'm not sure if i want to do it again so i got to make that's the phone call i had to do and what pretty long dar meeting today so i'll figure that out but that's essentially it so a couple of potential tv things who knows but working the road uh, tried to get into as many good clubs as possible. Uh, so I told my agent, call, you know, Acme, Denver, all the great places. And so it seemed to have worked out. So, right, yeah. right on. I, uh, I was on the, the John Doerr show. I don't remember what side I was looking at. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But I want, <laughs> I want your opinion on this. Why did I read someone's review? And this is like, what would that be? Wait a not, minute. Who, wait, whose review? A nine-year-old. No, you're not going to get offended by this. No, it's not I'm that I care. Do. I'm just curious. What, I, what do you mean a review of it, what? It was, it was uh, like a synopsis of the, you know, the show. Somebody was like, ah, oh, you know, I like it, and, and I'm going to give it another chance. And Right. But here's the part I want to ask you about. Okay. It says, for a Canadian-produced TV show, it came across quite polished. Yeah. What, what is that? Why? Is there a different standard? Um, I don't know necessarily, but uh, I think traditionally speaking, I don't know if it exists today, but uh, yeah, Canadian television shows had a tendency, some of them, to look a little cheap, a little rough around the edges. And uh, I'd say that's probably somewhat true. You know, they just felt a little safe, a little... You know, not treated with the money that America has. And that's true. Yeah. You know, America has a lot of money. So, yeah, that's somewhat of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I think in, so. In that it says it, it looks American. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Do you have uh, – it's hard to judge what's current and what's past on, like uh, when you look at IMDb and mm-hmm. see all the things people have going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, here's a thing I saw that I watched, a little clip that you were in, The Pickle Recipe. Mm-hmm. That's a movie we just shot uh, not even a year ago in Detroit, okay. Michigan, and we stayed in Troy. Great. And, uh, yeah, it's a movie that had, uh, you know, a really cute, interesting script, uh, had high ambitions, but ultimately I don't think it was executed properly oh. and had some problems as far as, you know, communication between producer writer and the director and yeah so i enjoyed it i had fun with the character and it was really good to sink your teeth into a big role but uh i went to the premiere in santa barbara and uh it's okay okay it's gonna test well apparently with uh um over 45 year old moms especially jewish so yeah because of the old woman that's in it the Oh, well, yeah, possibly, yeah. And it deals with, you know, topics of, you know, death and legacy and passing on your legacy before you die. And, yeah. Also, pickle enthusiasts. Pickle enthusiasts, for sure. But then it was a, uh, you know, it got confusing because it's a show that, you know, tone-wise, the comedy tone changes over and over again. And a lot of the time, you know, producers would step in and say, you know, well, let's just get this one as safety. We feel like that's too harsh. It's like, make a fucking commitment. Like, commit to what the tone of this 
movie is and let's shoot it. And it kept changing day to day. So, and a few things we had to change entirely. We'd have meetings in the morning and re, yeah. So, complicated film to make. Ultimately, you know, it's an okay film. It okay. might be a good punch it up while you're sitting at home at uh, sitting alone at home. You know, okay. but okay. it's not a movie film. And also, be a fifty year old Jewish woman. <laughs> You'll like you. You wouldn't last twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. The only reason only because I, ca- I already told you I'm not a fifty year old Jewish woman. Yeah, and uh, even if you were, you're the kind that would not watch it. You wouldn't tolerate it, Justin. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. How about after the reality? Don't even talk about it. Uh, oh. Don't even remember it. Shot here in Minnesota, northern Minnesota, in the yeah, middle of nowhere. It really was. Um, I wasn't in it a lot. I was kind of a minor character, boyfriend of Sarah Chalks, and uh, their whole storyline. To be honest with you, I was pretty high on uh, on uh, on Xanax, so I don't really remember it. <laughs> That's the truth. But it was. Uh, I had to sleep because we were in the middle of nowhere with bugs. But um, it was. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I didn't go to the premiere. But it really was shot in, in northern Minnesota. Yeah, northern yeah. Minnesota, right by the Canadian border. As a matter of fact, your phone would sometimes switch over to the – like, we're that close. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I thought about making the run for the border. It's okay, <laughs> and, and I hate talking about these things because so much work is put into it, and there are good people. The director's a great guy. Um, you know, the crew is amazing. It was really fun to, to be part of all that. But, yeah, in the end, it felt like two different movies, and I felt like – you know, my performance was bland, and no one. I, I just like directors that kind of give you a little bit more. You know, like, hey, let's you know. So well, let's yeah. go a different. Uh, different it's a ter- ter- terrible movie. Okay, I'll attack this a different way then. But because of me, go ahead. <laughs> uh, what What's the movie? What What one movie have you been in that you do recommend? I uh, well, I don't know. I did a movie called. Uh, I, I, we shot it up in Winnipeg, and um, it's—I think they ultimately did call it Teen Lust. Mm-hmm. And I have uh, that, yeah, I have yeah, that written down. Great here. film, great film. It's—they're uh, pitching it as Rosemary's Baby meets Superbad. Okay. And I play the father of a kid who's in a satanic cult, but we don't overplay it. We're like very normal parents. Uh, but we, it's almost like we treat our, uh, church the way like a moderate Christian would treat church. You know, every Sunday we go to the temple, but we're sacrificing a goat or whatever. And we're coming upon this incredible evening where we have to sacrifice a virgin under the age of seven, under the age of 18. And I'm convinced by Carrie Elways, who plays the church leader, that my son is the perfect person to sacrifice. I convince my wife it needs to be done. I'm completely lost into this. So we're going to sacrifice my son at the altar, but he and his friend catch wind of what's going on, and they hightail it into the evening. So it becomes a race against time for the satanic cult to chase them down and have them sacrificed before my son can get himself laid. So he goes to parties. (laughs) He goes to parties. He goes to whorehouses. He goes to... uh, He goes everywhere he can to try and and have sex before the sun comes up. And we ultimately catch him, and then you'll have to see if he gets sacrificed or not. But it's a really well-made movie. Really well made and the two leads the kids are unbelievable in it so, oh that's yeah, it's great oh yeah. that's gotta be great yeah so i'm proud of that one but i'm not in a lot uh, was it uh it had been cool working with carrie carrie I, always yeah oh carrie, carrie princess always. bride i mean yeah, if, yeah, yeah. you must oh, yeah. like carrie, me you must have loved that movie as a oh of course yeah, right yeah, of course yeah, yeah. Carrie, carrie always is fantastic and beyond that he's a guy who shows up with fucking ideas man so uh, unbeknownst to everyone else, producers, directors, he shows up. He was just in Toronto, I guess, shooting a pilot. So he came straight to uh, Winnipeg where we shot this thing. And he shows up and he's got this idea about the guy, the leader, having a slight unibrow. One of his eyes shoots off in one direction. Um, he has these these teeth that protrude and they're weird. And he has this long hair. Like you wouldn't even know him. If you just looked at him, you wow. wouldn't think it's Carrie Elwes. And he made me laugh so hard so many times. We had such a hard time getting through takes because this monster would look at me with complete sincerity <laughs> and deliver lines with great integrity, and I would lose my mind every single time. That's but awesome. But he, he's, he's so great to work with, very talented, very funny guy. That That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to put – this is the hot seat here. Okay. You, oh, put me in it. There, uh, how, how, explain how no NHL teams from Canada made it in the playoffs. This I don't know. 
I can't answer this. Yeah. I thought there were going to be a big personal question about hot seat. <laughs> yeah. No. Who knows? Who knows? But how dumb is it? I mean, number one, I don't care if some other teams didn't make it. Like Toronto, how are they going to make it? Ottawa should have made it. It's it's unacceptable. The push they gave last year and then what happened this year. Um, but Edmonton? Never. You're an embarrassment. Correct. To get the number one pick that many year times year and to turn it into year. nothing. Not even a trade. They're not even willing to trade. It's embarrassing what's going on in Edmonton. Uh, Calgary was surprised last year, so I can't. I'm sure they're not here this year. Winnipeg, bit disappointed. They should have made the jump. You know. I agree. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was bizarre. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? But let's talk about who's left in the playoffs. San it's Jose even worse. is I'm pulling for. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah. San Jose would be fun. Brent Burns. This is a, used to oh, play for the Wild. Kid? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wild made it, but lost to yeah. the stars of all people. Yeah, fuck How them. crazy is that? Huh? Fuck them. Norm uh, Green still sucks. That's what we say around here. Well, I don't say anyone sucks around here because uh, I like everybody. And I have a better attitude than you. Yeah. I think I'd like to see Pittsburgh-St. Louis just because I think of the fan base and mm -hmm. those two teams. But, uh, yeah, San Jose would be interesting to watch. But uh, Tampa Bay, forget it. No, get no. out of here. Shouldn't even have a team. Get out. Yes, get out. Shouldn't even have a team. Yes. No. Gone. What what NHL team shouldn't have teams? What cities shouldn't have NHL teams? Um Anywhere in Florida. Okay, so both Panthers and Tampa Bay gone. gone. Take yeah. them out. Yep. Uh, Agreed. I think, I think there are too many teams in California. Yes. Yep. Yeah. We could lose one. Let's lose one of the uh, L.A. teams. Keep keep. Uh, we need something in the Bay Area. Okay. All right. I think. All right. Um, Anaheim later. Yeah, that's fine. Plus, we got their coach now. And they're oh yeah yeah I didn't really uh, Boudreaux is he, now the wild here coach. Now? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Blair hired last week. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's go um, Carolina. Should not have hockey. Yeah, Carolina, forget it. Gone. Yeah. Absolutely gone. Mm -hmm. So those teams, you either let's let's shrink the – let's keep two, lose two. Not, okay. But move two. Move two, lose two. So Quebec City, and where else do you go? Need one other Canadian place. <laughs> it's going to be Las Vegas in no, real life. No, could you imagine? That'd be the worst. Imagine, imagine Vegas with a sports team. They just opened a huge stadium. That there's no community culture there. There's no no, there's I no identity. No. It would be like you'd have like like a whole bunch of fans from Germany watching the game. Like, <laughs> it, it wouldn't make sense. It would probably turn into the uh, the casinos just handing out free tickets. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what it would be. It would not be like traditional love of no. hockey. Yeah, no, it's no, a no, bad no. idea to no. put a team there. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Especially, yeah, uh, hockey fans from Minnesota and Canada should be very against that. I wonder if another could there be another kind of Minneapolis type team like no you know what would be interesting a team on the east coast of Canada Halifax like Halifax is, on its own may not be able to support it but like the entire you know um that's like a that's where a lot of the junior teams and stuff are right yeah Halifax a few junior teams yeah. out there you know Crosby's from Cole Harbor so it'd be interesting to I I think you could support it with the entire maritime supporting that team I'm going to uh, do it every month. Yeah, I'm gonna when I when we get this episode posted online. Yes. I don't want to run out of time before I mention this because I thought well, it was I have so all the time, but go fucking ahead. funny. I don't even know how old it is. I never checked the date. Yeah, but uh, What's when, the point? when you were on Conan with Tig and did that freaking Goldilocks oh, yeah. bit, that wasn't that long ago, really. I, I don't know. Maybe it was a year or two. I don't know. Yeah, about a year ago. Holy shit, that was hilarious. That was fun. Yeah. We <laughs> very, rehearsed that at Tig's. Funny. We rehearsed that at Tig's. Thank you. We rehearsed that at Tig's house. We kept going back and forth about this appearance and what we were going to do. And then it's interesting how ideas evolve. And then I can't remember whose idea it was initially, but someone had mentioned, you know, telling, like if Conan ran out of ideas and just blank, and just a blanket statement said, any other stories. Yeah. And then once you say that, you really open yourself up to you can tell any story you want. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was an idea that we just sat at our house and then we just built on top of ideas. And then those are exciting because you never get a chance to practice them. Yeah. You just close. try it live. So, yeah, that was a really fun one. Yeah. Well, I have a story. <laughs> yeah. Never heard well, this I have one. A story. Well, actually, Conan, I've never heard this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That was a fun one to do. Yeah. I would love to do just a whole series with Tig because she's such a great dead, dead, uh, or not dead, a, a straight, straight man. man. Yeah. Deadpan straight man who can um, pick out um, 
she she will not let any in every conversation, and it drives me nuts sometimes. But she will not let anything by. Oh, she is so literal. She will stop you and ask you to re-explain something and why you said it. And it's so fun. I love her so much. She's so funny to be with. But that, that sounds like me and my wife when I do that to her. Oh, good. Yeah, I come across as a real jerk for doing it. But 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 <laughs> she's also joking or no? Uh, no, she's not. It's more one sided. Yeah, I, I need yeah. to control myself more. Well, with Tig, it's like yeah, I would love to do a series with Tig of just me explaining things to her and her fi- picking all the holes <laughs> in the problem. And no matter what it was, like if if Tig lived with Albert Einstein. The theory would never get out because Tig would poke holes in it mm-hmm. and tell him why you've made mistakes. <laughs> I love it. I um, one of my favorite. Uh, I watched nearly every episode until my first uh, marriage collapsed. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, my first marriage uh, ended, and I stopped watching How I Met Your Mother. Your first marriage ended, and you stopped watching How I Met Your Mother. Because How I does always, that work? Because I always watched it with my wife. Oh, Aww. that's so sweet. And so it, it brought back memories. Well, it just it just wasn't. It just didn't know. seem right. It just didn't seem You nice. used to watch it with your wife, and your wife said, I don't want to be with you, Justin. You're gross. <laughs> so, something like that. Uh, it's probably pretty close. <laughs> Pro- uh, you're a disgusting person. I don't like the way you do your hair. You're garbage and, people. And I know at night that you're thinking of other women and super fast sports cars. <laughs> and I don't like that. So, Justin, we're done. So here's the converter. Why don't you watch some How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> and then you couldn't bring yourself to do it because a little bit of you, even to this day, still loves your ex-wife, which is interesting. Mm. That's what you told me outside. Mm. You said, John... I want to do a I want to do a, a podcast with you, but I want you to know I still love my ex wife just a little bit. Mm. I know. See, even this, he, did you hear the crying, the crying. <laughs> don't cry, Justin. So I don't know. And hey, I'm, a lot of us love your ex wife. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think either of us, uh, or I should say, neither of us, left that relationship with. How I Met Your Mother, and the reason I bring that up is because I know that. What you do you were, mean, left it with How I Let? You know, like uh, you, oh, know, you had box sets of it. I'm just figuratively. Oh, figurative. Yeah, Sorry, figuratively. go ahead. I get um, too literal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's there, so there awful. Go. It is catching on. Um, but what I happened you, there? Why did you did you have children with her? Or? Yeah, you did. Oh no! So didn't do. <laughs> right, right. They're still around, yeah. but you, you, you could have anyway. No, I. Uh, but uh, wow, so you had kids and then you split. Okay, good. Yeah, but you're in a happier place now. Yeah, yeah well, I'm remarried. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I know, yeah. but still, you're in a happier place. Damn yeah. right. Yes. Good, good, good. Um, the, I, the reason I even brought all that up, is, I know why you did. Don't even worry about it. It's because it's a dumb episode. It, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just did one day. I went on and I was uh, a, a naked. Uh, I was naked. I have a question for you. Go ahead. Real simple one regarding bombs away. You can ask me anything. When it way. when when a show like that, you know, now it's on like four times a day. Do you, do you get a check for six cents every few months because you were on an episode like for that? the film The Sixth Sense? I wasn't in it, but I do get a check occasionally from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, it was like twenty five cents or yeah. something. Yeah. Now or before it used to be a little bit more, but it's just one episode. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit of something. Yeah. No, but I'll get checks for other things, which are like, oh, yeah, I did that. Oh, well, I'll take that. Yeah. 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 That's the interesting thing. <laughs> it's like you do – I decided to do a commercial because my friends were directing, didn't have to audition. Money was good. And to this day, it's like part of me is like half embarrassed, but part of me is like keep airing these things because uh, I'll take these checks. As do you want to say I what know. it is? Uh, the money? No, th- no, no, no. Joking. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it's just a, a, a commercial for Brookside Chocolates. It's owned by Hershey, but it's a Canadian company called Brookside Chocolates. They make the chocolate covered yeah. uh, pomegranates. Not- yeah, and the acai blueberry. So good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love them. And that was another Do you have any too. with you? No. But Sarah Chalk and I, uh, when we were on set, used to eat those all the time. And then coincidentally, uh, my buddies Adam and Dave are directing this commercial. They think I'm right for it. They just tell the producers. The producers are like, okay. And it just worked out. And we shot, you know, three days in Vancouver in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, yeah. So I'll take those checks. Yeah. I get why people do commercials because the residual checks are un- un- they're, they're ridiculous. Yeah. You were just eating them over and over again in the. Essentially. We did like eight different spots. So, yeah. 
Was there a bag where you spit them out? Or you... uh, I ate most of them, but there was a bag I spat them out into, yeah. And then yeah. it turned into a big fight at the end. We just whipped these things at each other, and yeah. 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 Uh, what else is coming out this year? Don't besides? even worry about it. There's, well, okay, what's coming out? Um, uh, Neighbors 2 is out <laughs> soon. Oh, you mean for me or just in general? Because I don't know what you mean. Like, you got to be very specific. <laughs> right. Uh, it's embarrassing. Your your approach is embarrassing. You're right. Like, you're, you're, you're right. Your tact. Do you know, you know, it's funny. <laughs> you know how many, uh, teasers of Neighbors 2 I've seen in the last two, three seven. days? Yeah, Looking, seven. well, not just oh. from watching television, but from going on YouTube and watching right. videos of yeah. you, John yeah. Doerr, and then the ads that are placed in front. Oh, is that right? Nine out of ten were for Neighbors 2. Nine, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that makes sense. I mean, anything comedy-related, Neighbors, yeah. yeah. What's well, coming up? whole bunch. Tons of stand-up. I'm around uh, all over the place. I mean, from Canada uh, back to the States, like I said, you know, Denver, uh, North Carolina, uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, um, it doesn't stop for the next little bit, which is good. I'm trying yeah. to, like I said, turn over material and then put out that special at the end of the year. So, right yeah, on. I'm all over the place and working on a few other things. But those are, you know, complicated to explain. But if they work, those are the dream things. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Well, we can wrap this up. I'll uh, give a name to you and you'll give a name to me. Whatever you want. You well, can... We're going we're gonna to connect people. Okay. Off the mic here. There's a name. That I'm going to give to you, and there's a name you're going to give you're, to me. We're going to hook. My sister's going to be a new star, uh, star uh, artist. Oh She's yes, yes, I see what you mean. Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah. You want to do that right now? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Ready? No. <laughs> Go. Allison Door. Phone number four one six. No. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No, we'll talk about that off. Um, so you don't. I I usually wrap things up by asking if people sell anything at the show, but you no, clearly I don't. don't. No, no, no. What's the point? What's the point? I mean, I guess you can make some more money, but I just uh, I'd rather just leave. So yeah. <laughs> but if I have a CD one day, maybe I will. If I'm ever happy with a recording. Yeah. And what else can you sell besides a CD? Like, what else do people sell? You know. T-shirts, t-shirts maybe is okay, yeah, yeah. but at the same time, it's like, come on, you don't need to sell Well, t-shirts. then you have to travel with them. Yeah, and also T-shirts, come on. <laughs> what else? What else do people sell? Uh, I think some people sell, like, like bottle openers and, like, fridge magnets and buttons. I mean, come on. Every, who isn't wearing buttons? Yeah, and if you're not, start wearing them. <laughs> I'm a zipper guy. Yeah. I'm going to sell zippers. <laughs> John Doerr zippers. No one does. No one's doing it. Was that okay? I felt it was pretty mellow, but it's okay. We got to some chit-chatting, right? Yeah. We informed some listeners. Yeah. And if anyone wasn't happy, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Genuinely. Uh, Justin's word's not mine. Yeah, sure. Like, I'm, I, I I'm said, don't it. tell them that, and Justin's like, no, go ahead. You let them know. Go fuck themselves. Uh, but we, come to Acme, greatest club in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, undeniably, I'd have to say. Undeniably. Continually, uh, great audiences, well-run. It's kind of a, it's it is kind of the perfect club. Like just look around as we're in here. Mm-hmm. Look at the brick. Look at the wood, the low ceilings. Gets dark towards the end. You can see Derek back there, but barely, just the tip of his head. Just the top of his head. Derek doesn't give a shit about much, does he? Like he does, but he's a hard guy to get to know. <laughs> How well do you know Derek? Uh, pretty well, but yeah. I, I like when people uh, say things like that. Like he's mysterious. Yeah, he's mysterious. He doesn't let a lot out, and then what he does let out, you're kind of like, okay, now I get why he shouldn't talk much. Yeah, because he really lets out a few things. Where Did he, he just laugh? Because he probably hates this. Well, he's probably joking, laughing. He's probably like, uh, I already hit stop. These guys can shut up now. <laughs> oh, did you hit stop? Really? <laughs> it's still it's still being recorded. Good, because I have something to say. <laughs> yeah. I joined ISIS, and I want you to come with me, Justin. We're going to burn our passports and go to Syria, okay? And we're going to make a difference for once in our lives instead of this dumb Western nonsense. How – I got to tie some loose ends up, but how – No, you don't. You leave. You pick up and you go because the cause, go. the caliphate is more important than whatever you have going on here. Just An go. ex-wife that you love more than your present wife with your <laughs> child. Okay, good night, everyone. (laughs) Sleep tight. Let the bugs bite. Time to go make a difference.